Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's 9.04 p.m. September 10th. You know what it all, you know what it is, man. You know what it do. Shout out to everybody that's out there tuned in to the um, New Wave Radio, New Wave Podcast. Um, shout out to the few people that tune in on IG, on Instagram. Um, the podcast, um, last night I had a conversation about the, on the podcast, we talked briefly about the um Brooklyn the Brooklyn um freestyle I'm so Brooklyn freestyle that was a decent little look it's good for hip hop to be honest with you it's a beautiful thing when you can see all these artists get creative on one beat you know what I'm saying there's a lot of love going on there's a lot of shit out there that was kind of whack but like I said I took I, I gave my opinion last night I said it was a lot of dudes were just like making it Saying raps with, uh, excuse me, a billion curse words in them. So you know what I mean. Sometimes that shit can be a little, a little boring after a while. That can be a little boring after a while. That can get kind of outdated, like constant using of the f b word and all that shit. You know what I mean? But I, I get it. I understand. But yo, it's still going on. You still got artists out there putting it on for their city and representing their town. And doing what they do. Um, shout out to all of them. Last night we had some good games as far as football goes. I didn't watch the Raiders and Denver game, but I did get a piece of the. I did watch um, the Texans and New Orleans. That was a good game. Down to the down to the end. Breeze. You can't leave. You gotta beat Breeze. You gotta leave two seconds on the clock to beat Drew Breeze. You can't leave no time on the clock because he's gonna find a way. He's gonna. Pick your defense apart. And he's gonna, excuse me, he's gonna make you pay. Drew Brees is gonna make you pay for everything you did, for every mistake you made against his team. You know what I mean? Shout out to Drew Brees and the Saints, boy. Them boys is playing, they balling so far. You know, it's 15 more games left, so we have yet to see the best of these guys. We'll, we shall see. Shall see. Antonio Brown was released from the Raiders yesterday. I, I believe I spoke on that Antonio Brown situation. Um, I think that they're giving him too much attention. And now it's something else coming that just came out. So I'm going to give you a timeline of Antonio Brown real quick. I'm going to give you a brief timeline. We're going to talk about Antonio Brown for probably the bulk of the show. We're going to talk about him and other athletes that go through the stuff he goes through. He's going through. So, um, Antonio Brown is being accused of rape now. They're saying Antonio Brown raped his trainer. He should be in federal and he, he's, he's due in federal court in Florida on rape charges. Now this is big. This is huge. Because, I mean, rape is some fucking crazy shit. Now, I honestly don't believe that it's true. I don't believe for a second that this is true. This can't be true. This can't be true. You can't just bring this out. Oh, 
after he leaves the Oakland Raiders. He does all this stuff against Oakland. He makes a big tirade and stuff, and he does um, some of the most outrageous things. And then he call, and then they release him. You know, he calls the white boy cracker and all this stuff. Then they release Antonio Brown. As soon as they release Antonio Brown, the the Patriots pick him up. As soon as he's released with the Patriots, he takes a selfie with Tom Brady. Later on that day, later on this week, I guess the selfie was yesterday or today, I'm not sure. Later on after the selfie, just now, he's accused of rape. That's some serious stuff right there, dog. That's some serious stuff right there. Like, you don't want to be accused of anything that will land you in jail. And this boy is being accused of rape. So, um, it's, a, it's looking, it's looking real wild. It's looking wild. Excuse me, I'm a little exhausted from today. It's looking wild for Antonio Brown. Now, how true this stuff is, I don't know, but obviously they've been keeping a tight lip, a tight, a sealed case on this thing. They haven't been saying nothing because this has to been had to been ongoing investigation. For you to be accused of something like that, dog, it's like you strong on the the jaw. That's what that's what it is when you accused of rape. It's not like he touched her and he grabbed her. Grabbed her ass or grabbed her titties or something like that, or like smacked on her ass or something, or said some crazy shit, you know what I mean? Beyond those lines of sexual harassment and stuff like that. Nah, this boy is accused of raping the bitch. So, excuse my language for saying the B word, he's accused of raping the, the lady. And you know, a lot of people in, um, a lot of people in Canada probably looking at this situation like, damn. Yo, they talking about the boy Antonio Brown accused of rape. Nah, yeah, just in he was accused of raping a woman. So um, we gotta see what's going on with this. We gotta we gotta really pry into this and see what's happening with this case. We gotta really pay this case play this case attention because not only is it Antonio Brown, I know he did a lot of stuff. I know he's been in the news, headlines, sports-wise, all over the place, just getting crazy. Um, but my thing is this. Now people are going to look at him like he's, like they don't want to have his back now. They're not going to want to have Antonio Brown's back now because he went to the Patriots. People are going to use him going to the Patriots as an excuse for them to make him to seem like he's guilty you know what I'm saying I don't think that that would be fair you know I think you gotta give I, gotta, I think you gotta look at this from with an open mind you know you gotta look at this from an open mind point perspective um we gotta see what's going on we gotta ha we gotta have we gotta keep an open mind when it comes to stuff like this we can't just be so quick to judge because, like I said, this is a rape charge. This is a rape charge. This is some serious stuff right here. And 
a federal case building up against Antonio Brown. You know, so like who knows what can who knows what can what's going to happen. You know, his career could be over. This is like some stuff that happened. Mike Tyson, Tupac. A lot of these guys been through stuff like this where they were um in situations where they were falsely accused of raping a woman. And now they have to go, now they had to, a piece of their life was taken away because of that. You know, so I'm hoping that Antonio Brown can pull through. I'm not going to sit here and hate on that man because he's on the New England Patriots. No, that's his choice. He wants to play for that team. Let Antonio Brown play for that team. You know what I'm saying? Let him play for that team. Let him try to win a Super Bowl. Now, when he plays against your favorite team, if you want to hate on him that way, yeah. But don't hate on the man because he's on your team and, oh, you a rapist, that's wrong. See, that's what we don't want to do. That's what we don't want to do. We don't want to add that into the equation. We don't want to bring that talk into it. You know, because I'm pretty sure the boy, I'm pretty sure the boy is going through a lot right now. He just went to the, he just, he's on a new team. We don't know his reason for leaving the Raiders. We know he had a lot of situations over there in Oakland. We don't know what this, what, what it stemmed from. It could have been internal beef going on with ownership. It's, it's, it's bigger than a helmet. It's bigger than a helmet. It's bigger than a helmet. I don't want anybody to get distracted and think that a helmet is why he's leaving the team. You know, it, it has to be internal. Anytime, like, if you're working at a job and you want to leave your job, you don't leave because the boss told you you have to wear a, a lighter version of your uniform. You know what I'm saying? No, you don't do that. You, you might get upset, like, yo, I like this shirt. You know, you might get upset like he's getting upset over the NFL and the helmet. But this is internal stuff. This is a, this is like his personal beef with ownership and management. So he got released and he went to the Patriots. And now he's going through this, this, this case he has, this rape case. So we got to see what's going on with this, man. We got to see... We got to see what's happening with this rape case on Antonio Brown. We got to see if it's concrete, if it's serious. Because this is some serious, like I said, this is some serious stuff right here. No man wants to be accused of something like that. And if he's falsely accused, that's even worse. You know, being falsely accused is almost as worse, as bad as being accused. Because now people got their different perception of things, especially women. And all these little groups that they, they, they got out here, these little cliques these women perform, and they make to make men look even worse than what they are. You know, you can t you can I can I can I can imagine. I would I would love to be a fly on the wall in a room with him, his lawyer, his agent, and whoever else is in there. I would love to hear the conversation. What's going on? Because obviously something ain't right here. 
something ain't right here. It just doesn't happen like that. It just doesn't happen like that to where as though you go through all this controversy in Oakland, get released, sign to a new team, and then get accused of rape on your trainer at that. On a trainer. Some scary stuff right here, man. It's some stuff that's 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 happening. I'm I'm telling you it's something about that man that people don't like. And um I, I think the truth is gonna come out soon. You know, because I is every all this stuff is gonna be I like public data and stuff. The internet, you can get in access to anything right now. All of his business is gonna be out there for the world to see. And we'll find out what it is. We'll figure it out what stems for shit. You might, fuck around, it might be so deep, you might get a movie out of this shit, man. You never know, man. This Antonio Brown stuff is looking real weird. He's he's setting himself up for a 30 for 30, for real. Whether it's a good 30 for 30 or a bad 30 for 30, he's setting himself up for a 30 for 30, dog. And we're going we gonna to see, we're going to see the true story on this man soon. Um... The other day, Sunday, the Philadelphia Eagles played the Washington Redskins in a game where the Eagles won. The Redskins were up 17-zip at halftime, 17-7 or something like that. So, um, during the game, the 76ers basketball player Mike Scott was outside tailgating with some people. You know, the Eagle fans, they overdo it. They go above and beyond to make themselves look like assholes. So they out there, the Eagle fans out there, they got a stage. They got people on the microphone saying why the Redskins suck. And then they bring a casket through. You know how the Philadelphia fans always come through with this casket. And they putting the Redskins jersey in it and stuff like that. And they got all the Redskins stuff in it. So Mike Scott's over there. Dude said something to Mike Scott. You know, you can imagine what they said. They probably called him an asshole. You know, that's their favorite line. Asshole, asshole. So, you know, the Eagle fans is riffing with Mike Scott, and he beefing, and in the process, it gets physical. So now Mike Scott is fighting with Eagle fans. He's about, he's a basketball player, NBA, plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. He's probably, he plays for the city. He just has a jersey on. I don't know how tall Mike Scott is. Mike Scott probably about six, six ten or something like that, six eight. So Mike Scott is throwing the hands with these Eagle fans, these average size guys, short, fat, white guys. They coming at Mike Scott. They throwing haymakers, and Mike Scott throwing haymakers back, and they fighting. They getting it in, and the Eagle fans is calling him all types of names, and this, that, and the third, and um, shit got hectic over the weekend. Unnecessary stuff. Unnecessary. Like, you go to the football to watch a game. You want to go there to chill and tailgate, drink some beers, and have a good time. But, see, Eagle fans are notorious for doing stuff like this. I I live out here. I've been to a few games with a Giants jersey on. Nobody ever did anything to me. But I've seen them beat up because they have their picks. You know, they're not just going to pick on anybody. 
and and um and what happened with the Mike Scott situation? Mike Scott probably said something back to them to get them riled up, and then they said, and then they retaliated. But no, these Eagle fans are not gonna just pick on anybody because mainly who they pick on is skinny white guys that don't look like they can fight. But sometimes those be the ones that'll knock you out. Sometimes those be the ones you don't want to pick on. But Eagle fans go to the game and they be in little groups and they barbecue and they drinking they Miller Lights and they, they drinking and they carrying on and they start talking shit and they wait for somebody to say something back to them so they can say what? And then they can start this bullshit. They do this all the time. The Minnesota Vikings came to the, to the playoffs a few years ago. The Vikings came to the city. And they literally stopped the people from getting on the train. They made these people miss the train because they had purple jerseys on. Pushing them off the train. Punching them in their face. Sucker punching them. Throwing beer on them. Screaming at them. Throwing food on them. It's it's crazy. So, you know, now the boy that, that started all this... He's crying. He's on the radio whining and talking about, oh, I'm um, like might lose my job and my wife don't like me anymore. My wife wants a divorce. My kids are embarrassed. But you got out there and embarrassed yourself and tried to fight a professional athlete and got your ass whooped in the process. You know, what type of sense does that make? You tailgate and tailgate. You know, tailgating is supposed to be fun, not physical. You go out there and chill, you drink beers, you barbecue, you talk shit, you go into the game and you watch the game and you roll out. That's what a, that's what mature adults do, right? But not these people in Philly. They really go to the game and then you got crazy, and then it's crazy because you got women that talk shit to grown ass men. And, you know, sometimes they're with other grown men. And then they want to run their mouth and they want to talk shit to you. They want to throw shit at you. They want to throw, like, food on you and stuff like to hit you with chicken and all that shit. You know, they, they it's, it's a fucked up environment. But, you know, while well, we go there because we love the game and we love sports. Like I said, I've personally never been involved in any physical altercation with the Eagle fan. But I've seen it. And... I'm going to be honest with you. I'm always with people when I go to the game. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and honestly, we ain't going to let that happen. And we sit in very good seats at the stadium. Like, first row, right here. We're right there watching the game. We spend good money on them seats. We don't expect to get nothing thrown at us while we're there. You know, we expect to watch the game in peace and harmony. But I've seen Dallas Cowboy fans get dragged into the bathroom, stomped out, beat up, jersey taken off, thrown. I've seen Dallas Cowboy fans get beer, soda poured on their head while they were their girlfriends. I've seen dudes get their food smacked out their hand. These ain't kids. These are grown men. So I had my fair share of visuals 
of what these people could do. So when Eagle fans try to defend themselves and say, oh, we were just a couple of them. No, it wasn't a couple of them. It was a bunch of them. It was a bunch of them. And this happens every week. Every week that they play down at that stadium, the cops sit there and watch this happen. They rarely try to stop it. Some of them do. But now I'm saying, what do we do now? What do we do now that now now that a Philadelphia 76er got assaulted? What do we do now? Do we do we stop the tailgates? Or do we just tighten up the security? Because there has to be a plan of action to stop all this. Because now you got kids out there. You know, you might have older children, older kids, college kids, young kids. Don't matter. They're kids. They're out there. What would happen if a kid from one of these schools, because you know Philadelphia is a college city. So what would happen if a kid from Temple or Villanova or Penn State or um, University of Penn or Drexel St. Joe's, they coming down to watch the game. These are these are kids, 17, 18, 19 years old, college kids. They come down to watch the game. They wear a Broncos jersey or something like that. And he leaves the game with a big black eye. See, it's, now it's not funny now. You know, because those are kid. If a kid comes down and he gets hurt, it's not funny now. You see, like I said, Eagle fans, they have their picks. And their picks are mainly skinny white kids. They'll never mess with somebody twice their size. They And I'm not trying to be put race into this, but they never mess with black people. You know, so you got a bunch of Eagle fans are not going to say anything to a black person. But they know who, who to mess with. They mess with the white kids. And I don't think that that's cool. I think that's crazy. That's dumb. That's really dumb. You know, but that's what it is. That's the vibe in Philly. And I'm pretty sure that's the vibe in a few other states, like Oakland. You know, then you get close down to Texas, Dallas. You know, you go up to Chicago, Chicago, New England. You know, New York City. The Giants fans, they're wild. I'm a Giants fan. Yeah, they get crazy up there. They get crazy. You know, but how do you prevent this if you're event security, if you're a part of the event staff? You got to find a way to prevent this type type of stuff from happening. You know, you have to be able to have, like, you know, you have to have a police officers assigned to where these people tailgate at. You know, they, uh, when I go to the game, they just stand in the front of the stadium and that's it. They just stand there. You have to be in the parking lot. And some of them, sometimes they drive around, but you have to be out of the car. You have to see what's going on. You have to look and see. If you see anything going crazy, you got to stop that, man. You got to stop that. You know? We're going to end this in a little bit. Um, tomorrow, today is September 10th, tomorrow September 11th, um, I'm going to do a show, we're going to talk about September 11th, where you were at when this whole Towers thing happened, um, what you think about it, you know, everybody got mixed views on it, 
know, some people are caught up in that conspiracy theory where they say, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't a plane that hit the tower, it was a bomb. The other plane just was a Photoshop. It wasn't real. You know what I mean? I mean, you got a hundred videos on this, these two planes going boom, 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 knocking the planes down, and people still think what they want to think. You know, so we're going to say, we're going to touch on that, touch on that 9-11. How did the world change after 9-11? Because I know how New York changed, and I'm from Brooklyn. I live in Philly. I'm going to tell you one thing about New York. The security is on a bean. It's on a max. You go out there, you got guys with big rifles standing like this. I mean, it don't even feel like New York. Sometimes it feel like you're in a third world country almost because you got all these foreigners and stuff that went around and then you got so much security like I was walking past one I'm in New York City one day I'm walking I'm on 42nd Street and it's a regular car and I hear a dog just barking so the dude got out the car was unmarked and he had this big gigantic vest on he's like I'm like damn that's the canine cops they just tucked in a way that you would have never known that those were police cars. But they had cop cars all over the place. It's hard for you to do something in New York right now. But people do do things. But like I said, as far as terrorism goes, they're prepared. They're almost over-prepared for it. You know, it's every five minutes you see a helicopter flying around New York City. They and they looking they, they they surveying the air, they surveying underground, they surveying on the ground, they surveying the boats. You know, so it's like they got they got too much security out there in New York City. So now we're gonna talk about this tomorrow, um, because it's a thing now. Security is a thing now. We have to be over-prepared for stuff like this. But are we protecting, are we missing the point? Because now they're not even bombing stuff right now. It's schools being shot up. It's terrorism is happening. It's a different form of terrorism now. You know, these people going into movie theaters and shooting. It's not even foreigners. It's us. You know, we the, we, the people in America are terrorizing their own country. So we don't even have foreigners terrorizing this country. It's Americans terrorizing America. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Um, we're going to touch on that. Hopefully I get a, a you know, a nice little, um, a nice little piece of, piece of content I can build on that. Um, I'm going to build on something tonight and I'm going to figure it out see what's going on, how I'm going to approach the conversation. Um, but hopefully, you know, people pull up and they we talk about this because I know where I was at on 9-11. I mean, I know where I was at. I was in a somewhat confined situation, but I was alright. You know, I was good. You know, I made it out. So we're going to talk about this. 9-11 tomorrow. New Wave Radio, New Wave TV. Everybody have a nice night. Don't go to games and get too drunk and try to beat up people and try to do all this crazy shit. Let's just go out there. Let's just have a good night. Let's just have a, a 
let's just go, just chill, man. Everybody, peace and have a good night, man. New Wave Radio.